0: We're bringing you all you need to succeed
1: in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Spilling the LT. I'm your host, Tamara Gady, Director of Collin County Sales for Lawyer's Title. I am super stoked about the guys I have on the show with me today. A lot of you will already know them as the ones who established the only real estate group worth being a part of that has about 6,000 members now and the only real estate podcast worth listening to that has 124 episodes out now. If you haven't heard their podcast, make sure that you go and check it out. Uh, the content is fantastic and I guarantee you that you'll learn something from these guys. Uh, thank you, Matt, Nick, and uh, Brian for being on the show with me today. Thank
1: you yeah. for having us. Yeah.
0: We oh. used to shoot the yeah. podcast up here, but we never got to come in the fancy room. This is the fanciest room in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Look
3: at all the studio audience in the background. I know, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is the Oprah room, so I always feel like we're going to have a little bit of a counseling session yeah, right. come in here. <laughs> Someone might cry. I'm going to give away something.
1: <laughs> I like it. This is the only other real estate podcast worth listening yes. to, by the way. Uh, Oh,
2: yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. Official <laughs> yeah. endorsement. I, exactly. I do like I the it. name
0: too. I think it's yeah. hilarious. Well,
2: and I've been watching you guys, you know, obviously I've known you guys for years yeah. and we, we did a lot of business together before I moved over to lawyers and then you were already clients, so there you go. Sure. Um and thank you very much for being loyal to us with that, with the with your business as well and your partnership. We appreciate that so much. Mm. And this is the time for gratitude, so. There you exactly. go. Thank yeah. you. We'll
3: take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> keep it coming, please.
2: Why don't we kick off the conversation? I'm one of those that li- likes to just get into the meat of it. Please. So I pulled a stat from Inman that said, according to Cisco, by 2022, video will make up 82% of all consumer internet traffic. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a pretty big deal, I think. Yeah. 82%. Yeah. is It's huge. Um, and so I wanted to bring you guys in today to talk about how you guys are doing your business development online, but but more specifically your branding efforts and where you guys are taking what you're doing the direction that you're going with it. Why don't we kind of back up a second though and tell everybody I want you guys to talk about your backstory, how you three came together and came up with the idea for the things that you're doing now. <laughs> Who wants to take yeah. the lead on that? I mean I think I'll take it. Yeah. Right. I mean, so there was there was in our office we were
3: all at the same the same Keller Williams office and um there was a there was a gentleman in there that was like hey I got some new fancy equipment it's in the garage you know we want to start shooting some podcasts there and some videos and I was like okay cool so he's like why don't you come over on a Saturday was that JD that was JD, yeah right so I show up to show up to his garage um and he's like what do you want to talk about I'm like I don't know like you brought me into this right so what we started doing then I was like I don't like, you know, my style was never be, I don't like to talk to a camera. I can't talk to a wall and have a conversation probably the way Matt can <laughs> yeah. right? Um, as you'll see in some of his social media, he can just <laughs> talk to that camera and just unload. <laughs> and so – um so we start making some phone calls and you know I called I think I called you right yeah. first. Yeah. Um Steven Crawford. Yep. And did we call Brian or did Brian come last?
0: I think you were I think I just showed It was like up. the
3: next one. I yeah.
0: remember I sat up there and messed around with Crawford for an That's episode right. one time. And then and then that was the only thing I had done yes. before we started all doing it. Yes. It, it yeah. was
3: me, you and Crawford, yep. and just we were just kind of, you know, you know, shooting it, you know, just throwing it out there, seeing what happened. And it was cool, right? And so that next, that next week, we did it again, and, and Matt and I showed up, um, and Crawford was probably busy, yeah. um, something like that. Yeah. And so we called Brian, yeah. and it Brian shows up, and it went really, really well. Mm-hmm. Like, we just were throwing around what was working in our businesses, what we were struggling with. And we're like, do we want to do this on the reg? Right? Yep. And they're like, well, right, what would we call it? <laughs> so we started throwing some names out, and I think I just threw out something like, well, let's just call it just just BS the only real estate podcast worth listening to because this would be the best one. <laughs> and
1: everybody was like light bulb, <laughs> yeah, like, like that yeah. fits That's us perfect rad. Perfectly.
3: Yeah, 100%. so we started shooting in that garage, um, and then ultimately, as it evolved, you know, we we wanted it to be video, mm-hmm. right? We didn't podcast was starting to come up and it was just the audio version but we are all very vain people Mm -hmm. and we like for us for other people to see us um so we're like might as well just also make this a video
1: yeah and it it, it came really naturally for a couple reasons like one we were all at different points in our own careers like we were all running our own teams and businesses trying to build them and we're kind of all at different levels of experience and seeing different levels of success so like we're kind of all had like different perspectives on things and then the other kind of natural aspect was was like, this is us all the time. Like us doing the podcast. I think that first podcast that we were all sitting there, it was like three hours that we sat there and talked. Right. And the reason that this all happens so organically and, and what we tell people is like actionable advice now is like, You've got to, if you're going to go out and do something like a podcast, you better be, it better be something that you would talk about even if it wasn't a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, we drive our wives and significant others crazy because this is what we do. This is us all day. Mm-hmm. Like, we go to dinner together and we're only going to talk about real estate. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's, it's part of us, it's our lifeblood and it's part <laughs> of our relationships. Like, it never really ends. That's why 125 episodes will be shoot our 125th today. Like, we don't do a ton of show prep or anything anymore. It's just like stuff we'd already been talking about earlier in the week. Let's just turn on the cameras and keep talking about that because this is what we do all the time.
2: But I think that's part of what makes it stay real, right? And you guys are vulnerable about what has worked, what hasn't worked, that you've had failures, you've had successes. You know, that was one of the things that I noticed in kind of listening to some of your back episodes. You know, Matt, you've always been very raw about, you know, what, what your progression in this industry has looked like, and I think that, makes it more relatable of course because I feel like you know most of the time when people get on shows like this they put on their best dress and they put on their best show and it isn't really it becomes something that isn't them and that's something Kyle talks about all the time too is your people already know you and love you you need to be you.
0: Yeah, you know? I did dress up today. I put the joggers back I, in the I drawer. I these uh-huh. are his nice shorts. my <laughs> like, nice shorts it's eighty degrees. In December. <laughs> I
2: showed up to this morning. I was like, I almost said something like, "Thanks for dressing up for me."
0: <laughs> 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 I think that's the cool thing, is right? Like you talk about it being so relatable, and and we found this with so much of the other content we've done is that people are going to be attracted to who they're attracted to, right? Like we made it, especially now with Nick being a different brokerage than Brian, and I being business partners. We said we were never going to use the podcast as a way to like pimp our own businesses like individually or recruit agents or whatever but there's no doubt been people have come into our world individually and as a whole solely from that and i say it all the, time. the reason it's so great is because it protects my soft little heart people who don't like our content just leave yeah they just leave and leave yeah. us alone we don't get we don't have haters nobody leaves us crappy comments right they just go away and they never bother us anymore which is great now i can just focus on the people who know and like me and trust me yeah. right yeah it's a great medium for that
2: and you guys started the the Facebook group too, so I'm a, that was just a kind of an organic thing that you guys started as well.
0: We were or? in his backyard
3: drinking White Claws.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I went this close to bringing White Claw today. We just in yeah that that was a drunken night at my house where we were like you know we just we we wanted to capture it right so we the whole idea with the podcast was never to sell anything what we wanted to real raw and relatable. We did never sales pitch. We tried to do some, some coaching and it just wasn't, it wasn't in our forte at that time. Um, you know, just because the businesses were really taking off, we, we didn't have the energy and effort, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to make a Facebook group where people could come and just share, right. And we could continue sharing ours. And it, and it also, it also helped us get our message out from the podcast in itself mm-hmm. right so that's that's why we started that and and i would say that a lot of our a lot of what we do on the podcast also transfers into our own businesses mm-hmm. right what you see on the podcast we're testing out you know video we're testing out facebook groups we're testing out any marketing ideas in our real businesses
2: and it and it can it it coincides with the podcast and the group itself yeah so, I remember when you were starting, you were trying to get people to join the group, right? And you had contests. So, yes. you got a, I think I won a Visa gift card I never got. Oh, <laughs> we gave away. <laughs> but yeah, we wait, 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 I was, wait, 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 I was wait, in wait, charge of delivering back, in the first place prize. I, I, let me back up. I told y'all not to give it to me. Okay. Me that,
0: I do remember that. We bought Some people didn't pick their stuff up. I am sure okay. that
1: I was clear. Okay. No, I do remember this. Wait. Oh, yeah. Because I was hand delivering these contest prizes. I remember this. Yeah. I said, don't even worry. Yeah. I'll
2: tell you why. Because here's the thing, I'm invested in what you guys are doing and what realtors are doing, right? So I see value in what you guys are doing. I want to help you build it because, again, going back to what you said, it's not about me trying to get a new client out of it, but but it is – but it will happen because I'm invested in what my clients are doing, what my people are doing. Right. So
3: can we do a quick shameless plug real fast? Absolutely. Right. So we are bringing back a contest. Okay. Right. We have all three partnered up on a new business venture, a property management company. So this is going out to all DFW realtors. So, you know, property management is awful, right? I can, we see the complaints. So while you're watching this, come join the group because there will be, another contest that we're running for our property management yeah. company that we just launched. So we are we are bringing
2: back that contest. Okay. Maybe
1: you could win another. If this, if if this airs in January, it might already be going on. So yes. go to the group right now. Well, <laughs> look, I'll
2: tell You're you, already behind. The contest, I'm going to win it. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. how I roll. But I don't need you to give me a gift. My gift is the fact that, you know we're all invested in, work, yeah. in helping yes, each other, yes. right? And that's just kind of the benefit. That's of the
0: thing for me about the video that makes it so awesome is, and it's not just like the podcasting, the podcast for all three of us got us really comfortable in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but Nick as an individual does something completely different, right? Brian doesn't really do a ton <laughs> of individual video period, right? Like that's just not what everyone, yeah, but, you, but you he,
2: start doing eating and working out videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing that when he was training for his iron man. Yeah. But what he does do is he's behind the scene on all the vlog stuff, yeah. right? Like we've got my guy here behind the scenes, like recording stuff for our thing. Brian essentially is kind of executive producer- the eyeballs on that, giving us ideas, hey, this cuts way too long. That's whatever, right? So like all of us have these different skill sets in what we bring to video. And like I said, different people are gonna an agent reach out yesterday who's thinking about partnering with us solely from the surhand videos, right? Like yep. the vlog stuff, they're just interested in that part of it. So everybody finds their niche in different ways with the video. And I think that's what we found to be so awesome about it. Yeah,
2: yeah and I don't, you know, you talk about the sometimes, you're the operations guy, right? Mm. You're all about the procedures and the and what makes the operation. T- and so how how do you add into what they're doing
1: yeah it's like this is a long day for me because we're doing put two podcasts today i am like the prototypical introverted extrovert like (laughs) i'll have to take a nap after the next podcast, right? but i enjoy this is this is what my forte is is is, is conceptualizing and helping execute on, on on robust systems you know and obviously working with guys like him who are the most disorganized human beings on the face of the earth as a fact like my job is to help all the stuff that's in his crazy head actually get out there in some sort of systematic fashion right so whether that is creating you know working with jesse his guy on creating actual um you know automations to help certain pieces of content get to fruition and certain timelines and things like that like what i don't think people really or sorry, what I say people maybe take for granted when they see great consistent content creation efforts is the operational side that goes into the background right like uh, it's really easy to pull up any social media platform and say i want to do that mm-hmm. and what you don't see it's the same with doing a podcast same with what we're doing sitting right here like What's the average uh, podcast? Only makes like 11 episodes. 11. Yeah, they say 17 is
0: where you got real consistent. Yeah,
1: and it's not because sitting here talking is difficult. Like we all speak English and we have ideas, right? It's the back end that's actually, you got to be disciplined about it. You got to have systems around it. You got to have an operational approach to actually get your product, as it were out to your audience in a in, in a in a systematic fashion. So that's, I, my job is to help support people in building those systems that take their amazing ideas and actually get them out there.
2: Well, and there is a challenge to creating content that people want to watch. Yeah.
1: 100%. You know,
2: there is a challenge to 100%. that. I do a monthly mastermind mm-hmm. and I, the first time I did, I felt this huge heavy weight yep. to make sure, cause I've captured these top producing individuals and I've asked them to take an hour of their time and sit down with me and let's have a conversation about what's going on. Same thing with you guys. I mean, I told you I had a little, I had some pressure about today. I wanted to make sure you guys are high producing individuals. You never want to waste anybody's time. It needs to be engaging and creating things that people want to be a part of and people want to listen to. And there is a responsibility that comes with that, that I think people just, you think you show up and you look good and let's talk about something and we don't know, but I planned out what we were going to talk about today, right?
1: Sure. And I, I say this all the time, like, I, I think that fundamentally the best songs that have ever been written have never been heard because, and, and the best content that's ever be created for the most part won't ever get seen because there's so much that needs to happen to reach your audience on the back end, you know? And I think that's where we underestimate a lot of time. And a lot of it's just resilience, right? Like doing a podcast for three and a half years now, it's not easy. Like we're busy people. We got other yeah. stuff we <laughs> got going on, you know? A lot of it is just it's the same maniacal commitment to your outcome that we have in our real estate businesses.
3: By the way, it doesn't pay very well. Yeah. I have, no,
2: no. It doesn't <laughs> For a long time, well. we well, paid it into it. it. No. I mean, it doesn't yes. pay you to do it right, but there's yeah. huge dividends. Yeah, Your return
1: on investment doesn't come in the form of actual money in your pocket, especially right in the beginning. Which, right. which it shows goes, up in different ways.
3: Yeah. Which goes into branding in itself, right? Where with our podcast, look, it cost us. I mean, when we were doing it, even in the studios, costing us thousands of bucks, right mm-hmm. and we were doing it for the longer version it was a long-term play from a branding perspective to get our names continue to get our names out there in the marketplace not just here in dfw but out there in in the united states and so as that started happening, then the residual effect starts, yeah. starts building up, right? It's that, snow, that compounding snowball effect. The same thing when it goes to branding where most agents fail or, or you know, they give up too soon, right? Mm-hmm. They either start doing some videos, like they, they go listen to coach Kyle Draper, mm-hmm. they start doing and, and the results aren't there, right? It'd be like, but working out for a week and I'm like, man, I didn't put on any muscle, I didn't lose yeah. any weight. You know what? This stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go back to just eating season. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta love the New Year's
2: resolution, people, yes. when you're working out. Brian. Oh man,
1: the gym is they so crowded on January. Yeah. Day, I know, man.
2: But you're right. I mean, you know, and we're gonna talk about branding. That's kind of why I brought you guys in here for, for you know, today. And so, kind of that progresses into my next question, which is, how do you become a person of interest? How did you gain? interest in what you were doing online to, to make you want to keep doing it what what were your dividends and and what made you want you know what made you a person of interest or people of interest
0: it happened for me accidentally even before i met these guys i was pretty active on facebook right like and i just probably would be considered oversharing right like at first i'm sure there was, it was just probably too much but what I found that with the audience that gravitates towards my personal stuff, they like exactly what you brought up. They they appreciate the perspective and the vulnerability, right? For me, that was always really easy to do. And it was easy to share on Facebook, right? But that's Where, hard for a lot of people. It, it's very hard. And I talk to agents all the time. It really very is. hard. And I don't expose everything. I still got dark skeletons like everybody else, right? Yeah. But I'm willing I'm willing to go out there and share some stuff that other people would be really uncomfortable sharing. So there's an immediate bond when – somebody almost has a crystal ball with you emotionally and they're speaking to something that you think you only feel. And then they're articulating it. And you're like, Oh my God, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Mm. I get those kinds of messages and text messages from certain pieces of content more consistently than anything else.
2: Interesting. You
0: know what I mean? Even, even with the most recent stuff that we're doing, right? Like all the vlog stuff is really putting us up, trying to put together a seven minute video of yourself talking about something that matters is, Unbelievably difficult to do. I think it is. It's so (laughs) unbelievably (laughs) difficult to do, and I feel like we're putting out solid content, right? Mm -hmm. But even I, I look at YouTube. I only have 300 subscribers on YouTube. I'm like, what in the hell? This stuff's awesome. Where are all the people? And they probably won't show up for another twenty-four months. It's just a grind, right? And and that's the part of it that I've learned from these guys because that's what they do really, really well. I'm the emotional person, but looking at how consistency is showing up in their lives in so many other ways makes me look around and be like, all right, just stick with it. You've got the right people. You got Jesse running the camera. You got Brian giving you examples. You got Nick's brain in the room, right? Like, just just stick with it until stuff starts to happen, and it it does, right? Like over time. jumps off in certain different ways.
2: I think it's a big deal that people, you know, reach out to you offline individually and just say, Hey, this piece, really, you know, this piece that you did really affected me. That tells me that you guys are people of interest, right? So the podcast, the Facebook page, what else are you guys do? You know, like, how did you establish becoming that person of interest? You got any thing I, I, you want to throw
3: in Brian or Nick? I mean, I think it's look, it's the consistency. I mean, you don't become a I hate to use it. Person of interest just sounds really weird. I know. It sounds weird to say It sounds maybe, like a, maybe a murder war- case. Maybe a, <laughs> yes, it does. Maybe award-winning person of interest. Right?
2: <laughs> and no, that was so, in my script here, right, too. Right? You know, I knew it was a big deal to you guys to say that you are award-winning. We're having and fun finally,
0: with that bit. And yes,
2: something else that's a big deal to you. I did your five-star review. Thank, nice. you, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: Somebody's uh, listening. I
3: know, right? But I, I would say that it, it's it's a couple of different things that want consistency and and it's the feedback in the marketplace right we we're, we're... We're not talking at people, we're talking with them. and, and That's
2: a big deal, yeah. what you just said.
3: Yes, right? And, and, and something we've always talked about in our businesses and something that, I mean, Matt and Brian's business has surpassed mine in less than two years, right? And it's amazing what they have built. And something that we've talked about is your message has to match the marketplace. And something that our podcast, I believe, does really, really well is that it doesn't go, we, we, and we struggle with this because Brian's a high-level thinker. And some of, our, some of our disagreements we have where we have to tailor, we've got to mute him sometimes because he'll go so high level that we're like, dude, people are going to gloss over. Mm-hmm. And we have to bring Brian back down because we have to talk at what people are experiencing right now, right? And everyone has in their business and even in their personal lives, they've got problems, right? And so we're just exposing the problems that we're going through and it makes it relatable. That's mm-hmm. it. once you start doing that and then how maybe to fix it or something that we've implemented that works that i think starts becoming more that person of interest because Mm. they're like all right these guys are willing to share matt's the most vulnerable one out of all of us um and so he's willing to share what's what's going on in his life how he's improving upon it maybe how he maybe has slipped back on some things again you know he's the he again he's he's the most relatable person on that show um and and probably that i really know
0: I never told me that's to my face for. very nice. yeah, you're guys, well, you're well. I <laughs> But here's, I think that's, I think that's why it all works so well. Is I know we're just pimping the, the the property management company, but you can't come on our show and say we're trying to sell you something, right? We've had people on our show who yeah. we would probably look back on and maybe skip it if we could do it over again, because their message isn't clear and coherent. It's not coming from contribution, right? Like I don't know if that was our original intention, because we did try to start the coaching company and do some other things. But that's because we're entrepreneurs and we're implementers, right? Like we're gonna try and find new stuff to do. Sure. But there's no part of the show or any. Anything that any of us do from a social media perspective where we are looking to be rewarded like you said we know that the clients and the rewards will come through consistently just coming from contribution like-minded people will find you and I think that's mm-hmm. what a lot of agents or people in general do wrong with videos there it's hard to be clear about it at first that's something they always tell you is to get clear about It. that's almost impossible right at first but you do have to be consistent and you do have to come from a space where it is solely about helping or contributing to a group of people not about getting something back because I think it's really transparent and, and
3: maybe not Agreed. not be a flip flopper. Yeah. Meaning, how many times have you seen someone talk out of both sides of their mouth on yeah. video or online, and and it you lose credibility. Mm-hmm. I don't think any one of us has has been a flip flopper in a sense of what we put out there, or if we've had said something that we thought was working, then we retract it later and say we thought this was the angle. Yeah, own it. And and we own yeah. that, right? Where you know it's all about creating authenticity and credibility
1: yeah that consistency aspect i mean they both just mentioned it as well like we, i use you know person of interest in personal brand or whatever you want to call it interchangeably right like everybody already has a personal brand it's it's whatever you are or whatever you like whatever whatever's interesting about you whatever attracts people to you or whatever i would say two big things for us that that really um that i think are actionable pieces of advice this is gonna sound weird but i said don't don't try too hard you know what i mean by that is Imagine anything else we did in our real estate business, if we approached it the same way that a lot of people approach video. Like if I came in one day and I lead generated and didn't set an appointment, I was like, well, that doesn't work. Like I just tried something (laughs) completely different the next day. I would never get any traction whatsoever. Sure, That's a lot of times what we do with like content creation or, or, or trying to get exposure for our personal brand is like, we, we want things to be perfect right out of the gate. And so we try to do them like right. Mm-hmm. And then when they don't get the result we want right away, we're automatically in pivot mode. And we're like, what's the next thing we should be trying? Or what's the next platform we should be using? Or, or what's the next idea? Like we'll spend hours upon hours of hours masterminding around the top 50 videos, ideas I want to do. But then when number one doesn't work, we're like, we got to torch tor- 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 this whole thing and try yeah. again. You know, some totally different. The podcast for us, has helped grow our brands or persons of interest or whatever, because we don't really try too hard to be anything different than we are. And that's exactly what they're speaking about before is having the resilience to be consistent and show up every time. And and no matter what, no matter what we're feeling, no matter what's going on, no matter whatever, like we're there every Wednesday Mm -hmm. podcast. And Matt is exactly who he's going to be in real life. On the podcast, me and Nick are exactly like, if you want to talk about robots and existential thoughts or whatever, (laughs) like I'm going to be your guy. And that's why certain people will connect with me directly. You know, certain people will connect with Matt or Nick directly because we're all distinct human beings. 100%. And we don't ever really try to be anybody else. We don't try to do things right. We just do what we do that's 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 as pure to us as we could possibly be and we do it really consistently even when it feels like it's going nowhere sometimes
3: and you brought up video right in the beginning so by 2022 it's going to be majority video Mm -hmm. which we talked about on whatever episode it was um it was actually i think in the studio where we brought it up that that you know video one we wanted video in our brand in our messaging because it's going to be SEO searchable, relatable. Like it's taking the audio, putting it in more uh, transcribing transcripts, and so that becomes video and audible starts becoming searchable in search engines. So we were just doing this out of out of understanding, getting ahead of the curve. Like Gary Vaynerchuk was talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. right? So you know where where most people again they they hold themselves back because they think they look they don't look good for for you know camera. They don't like the way their voice sounds. I mean, all of us probably have probably don't like the way we look yeah. at times or the way we sound at times and we just i mean matt shows up in this on listing appointments <laughs> <laughs> right? i show up like this every day i'm uniformed every day yeah. you know brian changes whatever he's wearing
0: i tried to have insecure. a video
2: with a realtor she's like can i get my hair colored first i'm like no <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and the, and, the, and the really awesome thing, I think, about video as a medium is it also it, you can connect with people at a much higher rate. Like, we think about what we do in our industry, right? Like, we're either on the phone or we're texting and emailing people. Yeah. When you're texting and emailing, it's just black and white words. There's so much lost in communication. How many times you got a text message that a wrong piece of punctuation changes the entire yes. meaning of what you were trying yes. to say, yeah. right? Even on the phone, you still lose while you get the tonality you still lose the body language and the connection video allows you to be a real person in front of a ton of people mm-hmm. with your body language, right? I, I, I don't even know what I'm doing with my hands. It's just always what they do, right? Like, <laughs> but this is the same thing I'd be doing if I was sitting in front of you yeah. at a table, right? We'd be having the same type of conversation and video allows you to do massive connection at a much, much more, um, I don't know, connected rate than you would be able to do it through email or text message or just calling people. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. But you know, I, I talk to realtors all of the time. I have one example. We had a one-on-one with Coach Kyle. She went out and did four videos, got three listing appointments, and never did another video. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's just real estate agents in general. Yeah. It's, uh, that's just. <laughs> I mean, I know, right? It's seems so obvious. I know. It, that's that's that whole like like some people are hunters and some people are like like I don't know. Somebody said it the other day when they were talking about love. People. Some people just love the kill, right? They love the yeah. lead generation. They like the immediate gratification of yeah. it, right? Some people are really deep into the follow up type of thing. And there's some people who are just tinkers, right? Like, oh, that idea worked. Now, what else can I do that'll yes. work? Instead of just doubling down or tripling but down the it thing it that works. you know. Yes.
2: Why did you stop doing it? Yeah. yeah. I
0: Welcome I to our the- world. (laughs) There is
2: so much hesitation around realtors and, and video. Mm -hmm. There's so much apprehension and nervousness and I can't do it. And you know, I'm going to look stupid and all of the things, right?
1: The real reason, or one of the reasons there's so much hesitance with real estate professionals and video is the same reason. Real estate agents will keep the same headshot for 30 years because that was the best version of them. People want to put out the best version of themselves. That's not really what's what's sticky. That's not really what what people gravitate towards. Like the reason that people love reality TV is because people love the imperfections of right. If you can get over the idea that everything doesn't have to be perfect all the time, like it, it feels weird at first. Probably doesn't feel as weird for Matt. He's used to being vulnerable in every sense. It was really, really tough <laughs> but for me. for yet. us, yeah. 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 There, I'll tell you right now, there are episodes of the podcast I want to go back and erase from the universe. You said that. Like, even still, you know, but they just have to live there. And I wouldn't change where we're at now for anything, so it was all worth it, you know? And, and getting over that mindset that things got to be perfect all the time, that's the most liberating thing you can do for your ability to grow your brand. Mm-hmm.
2: So how did you guys shift your focus when you started doing this? Because, you know, being really focused on your real estate business, the mechanics of your business, getting yourselves to a higher level production, yeah. creating your teams, all of that, putting in your systems, your processes, good Lord, if I, can't, if I have to talk about CRM one more time, sure. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, like how did you guys take, find the time or shift your efforts? What did you put into place so that you could do that? Because this stuff is time consuming, like you said.
0: Yeah. I think the podcast itself, realistically, is not insanely time-consuming other than the time we spend recording it, right? Like, we have got that pretty dialed in now at this point. But yeah, when we were doing it up here, there was drive time, there was finances involved, there was all of that stuff. I think one of the things that Brian and I did really well was we just... You know, we're all friends outside of here. We travel together. We do things together, right? Like, we don't just stop talking when we leave. Yeah, I heard one podcast where you
2: were mad because you didn't get invited to dinner or something. Yeah, it happens all day. Like, <laughs> whatever happens, right? Like, like, Let's not bring that up. I know, yet. right? We just swung under the bridge. We just right? got not over it. it. Yeah,
3: we just got over <laughs> it.
0: And, 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 and again, that also speaks to how different I am Bum- from everybody, too. Because I, I get my feelings. I get butt hurt about stuff. So, we, but Brian and I really just had a wish list of things we wanted to happen. Jesse standing here with a camera has only been happening in our world for about four months okay you know what i mean but we had a wish list of like dude how do we get somebody to follow us around with a camera you know what i mean like that was something that we just kind of said we wanted to take it and and it's been that way the whole time right like i'm in the process right now trying to find somebody to help me manage this absurd amount of content that I now have and need to disperse to nine different platforms, right? Mm -hmm. Because that goes back to what Brian was talking about. It's exhausting. It is a lot. Right? You have to be
3: thoughtful. You have to be
0: genuine, but you have to be intentional (laughs) about grabbing stuff. Like, it's just, it's a lot. Every platform
2: wants something different. Yeah, but
3: but it's the evolution of of this industry and the evolution of what consumers are wanting. So when I got in the business in 05, you didn't, video was not a thing, right? I could go post on Craigslist and generate six figures off of just Craigslist posting. Mm -hmm. And so... From that, what and, and then I could make code calls. Well, that still works today. How many times do you actually answer your phone when it's when it's a number that's not saved in your yeah, phone? Contact right?
2: Almost. So, well, my work phone, yes, but my personal no. Yes, no. right. No. And, and
3: so, so what what was working back then is not going to work as well and efficiently today, and it's not going to get you where you want to go in the future. And so, you have to start implementing and evolving your style of business to what the consumer wants. Right, we were talking about on one of the podcasts, um, um, uh, the Zillow. What Rich Rich Barton. Uh, Rich, Barton, Rich yeah. Barton talked about why Zillow even started mm-hmm. was was not to disrupt the real estate industry. He was looking for houses and he noticed how how broken the data was, and he just wanted to house it all in one place and you yep. give it away for free, and then he monetized it on the back end. Right, consumers want things for free. How many things have started out for free, and then all of a sudden this company is blown up. Yep. And worth billions or trillions of dollars, right, and so what we what what needs to happen is we have to start matching what the consumer wants, not what we want we want we have to match their needs, their wants, their desires that's it
1: yeah I, I think even beyond that, you know to, to to talk about how this kind of got off the ground and, and why we've been able to do it for this long and kind of you know see a lot of cool things come into our world that really weren't there when we first started like Time blocking the stuff that's important to you really should be the easiest part. The reality is, like, you've got enough. Like, there's a lot that goes into making all this stuff happen. And there's a lot of stuff that we do that that I would say most of us do during the day that's not hyper productive. that we feel like it makes us really busy or we feel like it's paying off or we, we feel like it has to be done or whatever. And a lot of us are just, we're just idle a lot of the time, too. Like, the, the reason that we've been able to... to to kind of make a lot of this stuff happen is we, we we just showed up and made it really really important to us even when it didn't feel like it was going anywhere and and to do that end is like when you start to see progress with it you start to look over the fence at like everybody else is doing it at a higher level and all the things you need to be doing and then you get discouraged a lot of times like you know we didn't always have an awesome dude following us around with high-end equipment to right. document our entire lives yeah right? we wanted it but we also didn't go out and like blow a bunch of money hiring someone right away or we also didn't quit because it wasn't happening right away either, but we also right? talked
3: we also have thrown out there should we keep doing this yeah. right there has been it's not always been skyrocketed up oh. there's been oh. there's been times where we sat around at lunch and like let's 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 just end it yeah. because we're we're not we were or we weren't on the same page at times mm-hmm. in terms of you know uh you know how to monetize it or one person like brian let's be real brian does most of the back end of the work mm-hmm. we are not great at this We're not back in people right and so we know you know it's over it can be overwhelming and then you just have to again we are all consistent though Mm -hmm. you know if if there's a theme of today's show it's that consistency part where we hear it all the time but as soon as you keep that consistency the compound the compounding effect wins Mm -hmm. it happens you won't lose guaranteed we can put a guarantee on it that if you Mm -hmm. do something if you make a live video every single day reading a children's book guarantee
1: you will still get you'll still get real estate sales from it it's that's super true and that that goes for everything that you're trying to build like that's one thing that three of us, the three of us have in common is don't come to us with your excuses about why you can't get stuff done. Right. I've done podcast episodes from the middle of the Pacific ocean. I had to zoom in with my freaking laptop with like one bar of I service. I feel so and sorry for you that day. Cause it was Wednesday yeah, and it was three o'clock that's what we do <laughs> on Wednesdays at <laughs> three o'clock. And it was garbage too. There was like a 30 second delay. Yeah. So like I would say something and like it wouldn't show up to, it was a disaster. Yeah. Right. But we, we just don't, we never made excuses for why we couldn't do stuff. And other like, The the live video or just creating consistent video content is the same way. Like you can always find some reason where like the diet starts on Monday, right? Yeah. You just can't come to us with those excuses. Like that's one thing we don't make is is reasons why we can't do this stuff.
2: Well, but I, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but because I do have some other questions I want to ask you guys, but you know, I think it's important to note that you didn't go from zero to a hundred and skip one, one through 99. Okay. You guys had already established your real estate businesses. You already had a reputation here locally. And so that's what catapulted you to, to go to this next step. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's where pe- sometimes we get lost is we see what you guys are doing. And we're like, Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta do this, but you have to establish your real estate business. you got to start with babysit. Just do a video, <laughs> do one. Yep. Do one a week. Set your goals for what you're going to do if you want to have this kind of exposure. And you need to know that you need to want to have this kind of exposure. Yeah. I
1: think people, that's that's probably one of the biggest mechanisms that that, that kind of drive people towards failure is they want, they want it all right at the beginning, right? Like if you've never really even done video before and you're about to go drop a whole bunch of money on a big podcast setup, like start over, bro. Right. It's just like, this takes a while. It's, it's the same thing. It's like We listen to, you know, I listen to sports radio sometimes on my way into the office. And everybody thinks like, oh, I could sit and talk about the Cowboys for two hours a day. Mm-hmm. No, you can't, bro. Not yeah. like they can. Yeah. No. Yeah. They've been doing this for decades and yeah. they're yeah. better than you are. That's why every caller doesn't sound the same as the host because yeah. that guy's a professional. You know yeah. what I mean? And so getting that experience, getting those repetitions, getting yourself prepared to kind of get to the next level is, is so important. It's not, and, and not try to skip every step along the way. Or yeah. they
3: stop because they don't, they don't have the business experience that we did, right? So there's going to be people that would listen to this and be like, well, of course they're good at this. Or of course they have something to talk about. They had been in the business a while they were successful for a while, yeah. right? And so, you know, one of our one of our mentors talked about, there's two things you can do. You can be, you can be an originator of content or a collaborator of content, meaning you could come on others. You could start your show, but bring persons of interest on there. You could bring us on, right? And all you have to do is start asking us questions. And that starts to elevate your, your brand that starts to elevate your status, right? There, there are people with zero business that, that, that starts from zero starts interviewing, you know, um, you know, uh, credit in more influential, influential people in their community. Now they're the experts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And they didn't, they didn't originate content. They just collaborated with yeah. content.
2: Oh, I don't originate any content. <laughs> I'm a really good interviewer. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's good. That's, that's a, like You're, you're that's documenting yes, your yeah. journey yeah. of becoming an expert when yes. you do it that way. You're building your credibility essentially on the fly by absorbing the information of your guests. It's a great way to do it.
0: That's the other thing too. The cool thing about being in the interviewer position is you get to ask all the questions you want. Like when we've had like Tariq El Musa and like other people on, I've gotten the biggest nuggets yeah. from being able to sit back and listen to other people talk, where it's just the three of us. Again, we spent so much time together. Mm it's not like we don't throw drop bombs on each other every once in a while but like for the most part when you get somebody new in the room and hear their perspective it's totally different right and i get more actionable stuff from that than i probably do when it's just the three of us chopping it up
2: well right? that leaves us in let's bust into your ryan interview role you know that's pretty sweet so quote i don't wake up a broker i wake up a brand that,
0: every day that guy that
2: was, was a big bad. deal
3: it was huge
2: how did you get that interview first of all so Inquiry he's mind. mine yeah so <laughs> he's i mean
3: like first all, who was it you just used the word ryan oh yeah. Assuming. Sorry, yeah sorry
2: yeah yeah Let's assume everybody. Yeah. Does, yes. right? yeah. <laughs> so Jesse and I flew
3: up over the week before Thanksgiving to
0: have an hour-long sit-down with him. That's part of because look, I've now you talk about what it takes. I've now am spending money on brand coaching, right? Like part of all of that Sirhan thing is part of a larger branding collaboration where, I mean, I'm putting together press kits now and making lifestyle photo shoots and it's just the silliest stuff.
2: That's all your life. Right? Like,
0: It's the
3: silliest stuff. Just wait, I wanna do some stuff with you that's gonna come. I'm I'm all about
0: it. You know what I
3: mean?
2: Well, and and seeing your real producer's cover (laughs) what won you guys an award, that's why. It was so good, right? Photo (laughs) was
1: taken right out there. Yeah, photo was taken right here in the
0: parking lot. cool. It was just it was there was an opportunity to do something like that either via Zoom or to fly to New York. And right, like that it goes back to what Brian talked about. That wasn't like a zero cost video. You know what I mean? Like two people flew to New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was time involved. There was all kinds of stuff. But to be able to capture something like that lends almost immediate credibility to a whole lot of stuff you're doing, right? People see Ryan Sirhand on TV and then see me sit across the table from him and they ask questions like you just asked, like, how in the hell did he pull that off? Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody in Nick's world even looked at Nick and was like, what? Yep. you know what I mean like So it has such far-reaching effects to be able to sit down with somebody like that and then on top of it, it was just gold. I mean, I've watched his interview with other people I watched one today in his stories. and I think I feel like I got an amazingly candid version of him. Compared to what I normally see. Well,
2: and I love that he was from Texas, I, so he like totally related to your market well, and where you came from.
0: And you, that 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 whole thing is a perfect example of how little prep I do and how disorganized I am. That thing <laughs> about being from Texas, literally like in the first chapter of his book, which I've never yeah. even opened, he mentions it
1: immediately. He yeah, Br- Brian. You have to Brian,
0: before yeah. You put Brian knew. I, well, I did <laughs> because you, there's there's a couple of questions I asked that came directly from him, right? Like mm-hmm. if you watch the the video leading up to the interview where we were talking about New York, I even say like Brian and I were sitting down trying to figure out what we wanted to get Mm -hmm. out of this experience right because it wasn't just branding for me right our team has been benefited from it right just the knowledge stuff everybody gets a little bit of juice when they see something like that sure and and like i said he was just so good it was giving up so much i thought really really great info
2: but he's obviously a brand right and And, 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 and that's the next that is that is what you guys I feel like you already are a brand, whether or not you feel like you are or not. Yeah. I think you are. When it, it
1: doesn't reach to, as far as him it is. It
2: doesn't reach as <laughs> no. you're gonna get there. Yes. So, but that
1: so, his yeah. mindset is so better. good around it. What he yeah. does so well, and that goes back to just that that line, like I don't wake up a broker, I wake up a brand. Like the reality is whatever you do in your business people should already assume that you're good at it, right? Like Brian, Ryan Sirhan doesn't need to prove to people that he knows how to sell real estate. Right. And maybe you did in the past, but, but even, you know, real estate businesses are a great example. Like if you're a licensed real estate agent and you have people in your world that know, like, and trust you, they're going to want to work with you. Right. We work really, really hard, um, to build ourselves up as experts. What Ryan Surhan does really well is show the world his authentic self mm-hmm. and his brand is yes of course i'm the best broker in manhattan is or in new york city now he lives in brooklyn i think uh you know is, is 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 what he is striving for to accomplish in his business and his brand is i'm me ryan Surhant, and that's what i'm going to accomplish not, yeah like i'm not i'm not trying to convince you that i already am the best broker in new york i'm i'm, I'm I'm exposing my. I'm, I'm, I'm exposing myself for my genuine person, my person of interest, who I am. And you know, like, and trust me now. So you should you should work with me, and so yeah. you know, and, and, and allow me to help you buy or sell real estate, right? Like, you already are your brand, being the most organic and intentional version of yourself. That's what people like him do very, very well.
0: And I think to Brian's point, I've I've gotten to the point now where I don't post about my transactional real estate business anymore. Thank God, right? Like you don't you don't ever see just sold. Like you'll see a picture from a closing table, Yeah. right? And maybe you'll see something up in my stories, but I'm not I'm not really talking about the trans. Everybody knows I do real estate because I still talk about it in so many ways, and it's out there for people to consume in so many different formats. But I'm not really being like you know. Hey, one, two, three Main Street sold today, right?
2: point. I don't see that from
0: any no, of y'all. No, Because again, it's, it, people know what we do. They're subtly reminded in everything we do every day because we're still sharing successes about the magazine, the team, right? Like certain client, whatever it is, right? Like Brian shares our numbers a lot. So the people still know what we're doing. They just, you don't have to smack them in the face with it. I think that's what a lot of, re- I go to real estate agents' pages and this was something that, that Coach Kyle told us. And actually, I think Ryan Stuman or somebody said this early on. Somebody was talking about, um, your, your, would you go and watch a channel that was just 100% commercials? Of course you wouldn't. Go on in your Instagram feed and scroll through it right now, right? Like there's, there's, a, there's a sponsored ad every five ads. Mm-hmm. You should be your real true self 80% of the time and then remind people you sell real estate the other 20%. And I go to a lot of people's, social media and it's just all real estate. Uh, stuff. My was
2: like 4,500 of you. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how much it's a beat. I see. Of, we close this and we close this one. And mm-hmm. then congratulations. Boring, this award man. And that award. And I'm like, what is that award? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yep.
3: I've just become a reshare of my people. That's it. I mean, so I, mean,
0: I think that's a great yeah. though because you allow yeah. them to piggyback off the audience that yeah. you have too from an exposure yeah. standpoint. Yeah.
3: So it's, it's, you're hundred percent. You're hundred percent correct on, on all of it. And, and, you know, Coach Kyle, he's been on. Has he been on here as well? So he's been on here. He's been on our show twice, three times. times. We count the debacle. Oh, (laughs) Oh, the video you guys did. We uh, we erased that from our mind. Yeah, Yeah. we weren't there. Because you weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was your mess up. That is my (laughs) mess up. We (laughs) looked it up too. I mean, that's what he he talked about is just showing, like, just getting rid of that because no one wants to see it. Yep. Right. No one wants to just. It's just like no one wants to see food photos or working out photos every day. No. No. I, I can't
1: imagine. I got one yeah. multiple,
2: he takes pictures at the gym at all yeah. every week and multiple times a week of him seeing a friend in front the mirror at the gym going like this and I'm it's like
1: weird. It's, it's weird. Oh man. It's so boring too. Should we man. start that though? We should. We're all good. three of us. Yes. yes. <laughs> See,
0: I do this bit though because this is this is where I'll yes. step in say. like every Monday is squat day. Yes. I know what I'm doing when I post my 15 second picture of my squat. <laughs> I do it on purpose yeah. and I get people clowning me for it and it's now it's just become a bit right yeah, like you created interest that's it's, it's, it's you created 100 percent yeah. clowning oh it's almost dude you been there, i get a lot of flack for those yeah because <laughs> i like it's always a butt pick you know what i mean like yeah. i'm doing the whole thing so whatever yeah. <laughs> so
2: um we are going to have to probably wrap up here pretty quick but i do have another question i want to ask you mm-hmm. before we do this so what what are you doing right now that's paying and what are you planning to do that's going to pay you dividends in the next i don't know three five years and what's your end game with all of this
0: that's kind of a good question at the end game i don't know because nick even just brought it up right we, we don't really have any idea how long the podcast is going to go how long it continues
3: to make sense right like i, I think it, it i can't see an end to it right now and inevitably it will because i think there's an evolution to the podcast yes. i mean there are some things that that in the next three to five years, that may be a shocker what ends up happening, yeah. right? So, you know, this, the, the final chapter is yet to be written, yeah. right? And, and with our businesses, um, combination of our businesses that we all have, so I don't know if we we really can, pr- you know, when everyone's like, you know, what's your five-year outlook look like? And I yeah. hate when people project that sh- Yeah. That
2: no, stuff. I'm not really wanting, I mean, and I don't I don't know that I necessarily ha- expected you to have an answer to what your end game was, but, but more so what are you doing right now to kind yeah. of tee up what's gonna happen next? I guess maybe that's a better
0: question. I think the big thing is like, we've realized that in order for stuff to grow beyond what we've done with it now, there does need to be probably human infrastructure, mm-hmm. right? Like there needs to be a person who helps us Get it all put in one place that, that pushes the content out other places, that drives people back to our YouTube channel, right? Like, there's a human element to making some of this social media stuff get outside. Sirhan has 14 people on his content creation team. That's incredible. 14 right that's incredible and so when you look at his stuff it obviously takes a small village to do what he does and he also walks in the room he holds up a picture says new book coming out tomorrow sets it down he's off to the next thing Uh right that human piece of leverage is the thing that i would love for all of us to have because because the the reality is brian doesn't post a bunch of stuff but it's not because there isn't a ton of stuff for him to say he just not give a rip about social media from that perspective right he has other things going on and his day has has you know time that he's doing stuff that's more important to him right like if we could have somebody dialed in that was moving all that stuff forward i think that's what takes all of this to the next level from where it's at because our our physical manpower reach has probably extended us as far as we're going to go for the most I part i
3: think our next move is the tmz style of real estate show <laughs> there yes. you go. I like it. Yeah, just doom and gloom that, all the time yeah. <laughs> yep there's
1: yeah. definitely like there's definitely more infrastructure that needs to be there we've talked about that a lot it, you know as far as like i think the the actual like what does the podcast or whatever whatever we do next look like? Like, obviously, it, we, we need to build out a more robust infrastructure to put to put together whatever it is that we're trying to do. From an actual content standpoint, same reason going back to, like, Nick saying, like, he hates the five-year question. I do, too, only because, like, our philosophy always has been and, and always will be. Like, everything that's come into our world that's been good is because we've been really, really um, focused on just giving everything that we can give to other people without really expecting much in return right like if you listen to the podcast you pretty much get an idea of how a few hundred million dollar real estate teams run like mm-hmm. down to the studs like we say stuff on there we talk about stuff on there that other people might consider to be almost proprietary information you know what i mean like we we've done it in our live shows we've done it in our training events we, we've talked about taking the the podcast kind of on tour almost and and, and helping other people grow like What that's That's done for us, and now I'll be super rad. Kind of cool. And what that's done for us is every good thing that's happened, whether it's in our business or, or in the podcast, is because we've built relationships with people. And we found that the most organic way to build relationships with people is take the strengths that you have and the knowledge that you have and not try to monetize it right out of the gate, but just help other people. And when you're helping out the other people, like, turns out people end up watching your show and listening to your podcast and reaching out to you and wanting to be in business with you. And like, that's why our businesses have done so well is because we've, we've helped people without saying like, this is a recruiting appointment or whatever, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like we're just always there to help yeah. other people grow Well, you
2: come from a culture of sharing and paying it forward and sure. all of that. And and I like your point about, okay. you know, you you sharing your strategies and not keeping things proprietary. You think you have something proprietary to yourself. Right. And you share all of those things. And I think that's really important because there's a lot of realtors out there. that's like, oh, this is, I can't share that. I can't yeah. talk about this. Yeah. That's absurd. Strategy. Yeah. I got to keep this close we know, to the best, We, know, we right? all know like, people
1: like that. Yeah.
2: We all come up with the stuff, you know? (laughs) I mean, there's not...
3: There's nothing new out there. Yeah, there's no secret. what, What Matt's doing is not new. It's been used... Multiple times in our industries, used in other industries, is like nothing's new. We can yep. everything is duplicatable and replicatable if there if people are willing to do the work. Yep. Yep. There's no there's no such thing as proprietary in this. You know, even the software like <laughs> oh, I've got this amazing tech yeah. that it's going to be a game changer. Yeah,
2: right. I actually had that conversation <laughs> with the realtor, and I'm thinking, of course. Yeah, of course. How many times <laughs> have we heard
1: that, bro? Yeah. <laughs> well, guys.
2: Thank you so much for your time today. This was a big deal for me. And I was really excited to have you guys on the show. It's always fun to spend time with you. And again, I thank you so much for taking time out today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Spilling the LT. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. Make sure that you go on to not just mine, but their podcast as well. Make sure that you're liking, sharing, and subscribing so that you can keep up with all things real estate. Guys, make it a great day.